0: dane what's up man how you doing
1: oh great excited i'm still kind of trying to catch my breath from a uh, coach we had on the other night coach denny and the weekend and all that to ramp back up for the excitement tonight get a great got one
0: to- in store yeah, you know, we're sports and music. Tonight's music night, man. So yeah. like I got a little something for you. Uh, inter- oh. Introducing a new segment, Dane. This is just you and I. All Nobody right. else is in on this, but you and I. So I've been playing around with this idea called who sang it best. I'm a big fan of if a cover song is done right, um, I, w- I want to know mm. what you think. So let me ask you this question, Dane. And all of you listening out there, I will ask you this. When you see the episode later today, um, do me a favor and drop a comment of also who you think sang or played it best. Okay? So, Dane, you ready? Um, yep. First one is who who sang it better, dane Separate ways. Who sang it better, Journey or Dowdrey, Dan?
1: Oh, Journey. To me, okay. Journey. I mean, gotcha. Steve Harris
0: hard to beat him. Uh, yeah, this ain't this ain't rapid fire. This is just me and you talking for a second. <laughs> Got you. Next one, man. And again, those of you listening, please drop your responses in the comments. Who sang it better for "Take Me Take On Me"? Was it Aha or the Weezer remake?
1: Uh, I'd say aha because I, I I equate the video with it. I like the video yeah. with it too. I, I'm, a, I got I'm a product you. of that era. So I
0: had to go with to it because you, of the video. I got you. Speaking <laughs> of your era, man, who sang this one better? Now this is a tough one. Turn the page. Did Metallica do it better or the original Seeger version?
1: Mmm. <laughs> That's a tough one. Tough it just one, depends huh? on the mood. You know, the last yeah. time I heard it, you know, I was in a different mood. So I like the Metallica version of it. You know, because it kind of so, it picked a but I can listen to either one and <laughs> man that's tough, tough. One, huh? I, I mean on the spot it was only because i listened to it the most recent with Seeger, man you. that's a that's an iconic yeah, I,
0: song i'm actually more of a fan of the seeger on that one last two who played it better but love them both so again all these are great artists so we clarify that who did it better for higher ground stevie or red hot chili peppers stevie oh yeah 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 can't go Legend. wrong with that man now here last, last one. one who pl- who played it better so who played little wing better did jimmy do it better or stevie rayvon who played it better Oh man. Mine's easy. I'm I'm a, on that one, man. Yeah. Oh, I'm easy on that uh,
1: one. I'm probably to go with that too. I yeah, man,
0: that's the whole difference. God, John. It's tough. almost a different yeah.
1: style, you know? Yeah, so. it's a different. I mean, you you can't go wrong with Jimmy though. I mean, if you say Jimmy, yeah. it's like everybody's Yeah. It's I mean, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. The king.
0: Well the king there. The the king. Well, speaking of speaking of kings of, of, of influence and new styles, Dane. I'm gonna get into it. Um there's a band I introduced them to you a few years back, um, the record company, and Chris Foster, singer Uh, Mm -hmm. One of a kind. There's no voice like Chris. I mean, I think about generational artists of the 90s. I think of people like Chris Cornell, early 2000s, the Chester Benningtons, and now this new rock revival movement of things like the Revivalists and Black Keys and Nathaniel Rateliff. And Chris Voss is a one of a kind singer. Uh, So I'm honored to get into it. And from day one, man, first album, first single I've been listening to them. There's a station we had called The Fly and they started playing. I'm like, this guy is awesome and they're about to drop some new content their fourth album which we'll get into so before i go all fanboy out i'm gonna get down to it and bring on chris voss chris how you doing
2: brother wonderful to see you guys today thanks for having me on yeah thanks.
1: thank excited, you for coming man. on it's our, our pleasure
0: Definitely.
2: Yeah. A real honor, Chris. So we've got some questions,
0: man. Again, we'll kind of get into it and then we'll have some time to talk about the uh, the album coming up, man. So you as an artist, dude, I, I mean, every word I said, one of a kind voice. Uh, nobody could put a finger on it. Take me back though, man, because I know you play, you're killer at the harmonica, many different instruments. When did you first start playing, man, in your life? What instrument was it and how old were you, you know?
2: Well, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for the kind words, you know, grew up on a Wisconsin dairy farm. I have to say thank you. Uh, Ma taught me right, you know, and dad raised me uh, to be polite. <laughs> but I do play rock and roll, so I ain't too polite. But, uh, <laughs> I, was, I mean, I just uh, I was started uh, early on my, my interest in music. Uh, I have no memory of not being completely enamored with it. Um, it was the center of uh, a lot of who I was from a young age. I didn't get my hands on a guitar till about sixth, seventh grade. And that's because I did grow up on that dairy farm. And uh, I kind of grew up in a little bit of a time warp, uh, like meaning it was not everything was immediately accessible. There wasn't like 10 kids in my, my school playing guitar. There was nobody, you know, it was like uh, and if there was anybody with a guitar, it was like a nylon string guitar. And somebody, you know, if you went to a lesson, it would be like some teacher teaching you like Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> definitely not <laughs> that you know so um I just kind of I, I uh, just kept saying you know, how badly I wanted a guitar I made a, a dollar an hour on the farm and my mom had me put 50 cents towards the college fund so 50 cents at a time I, I started saving my money and then they kicked down and got me one for when I graduated my eighth grade is when I finally got my hands on, on oh, wow. a good one I, I had been messing around on on some stuff when I say a good one it was a pretty it was not really that good <laughs> but to sure. me the it was, it was and moon in and the stars you know like my grandpa he was a big country fan my dad was rock and roll my mom was motown so like it even though i did grow up you know uh that way uh which was a great way to grow up really curates the imagination and the expressive yeah. mind, and soul and you, you get to be kind of form a lot of uh things that can become assets later to your creativity mm-hmm. uh it was a uh, uh, was always there but when that guitar got in my hand it just never left my mom used to say to me she's like once you put it in your lap i never saw you ever without it and it's like yeah it's definitely Mm. the case you know i i play it Mm. i feel them that way if i'm sitting around it's it's in my hand it's Mm.
0: it's just part of you you know i love it man that's that's good to hear i i saw that you know a couple of pieces of what you said and i knew you played early on so that's that's cool to hear man before dane takes two so that being your first guitar I always told Dana this, my dad, my first real guitar was a road star. My dad got it for me. When did you get your first baby, like your first real guitar, man? Not no no disrespect to that one, but do you remember what oh, your yeah, first little a little guitar. was a little bit of like a little
2: Epiphone, which a little Epiphone, of was like kind. Of, it wasn't even a Strat even It a Strat kind of a just was of a It wasn't like enough to be a metal guitar and a wasn't and it wasn't bluesy a to You know, a was You know, it was just kind of in <laughs> of in the bit of a little bit of a little bit of I little bit of a that I really of uh, I, I a Uh, a Les Paul, like a used Les Paul, what they called like a studio or no, it was called a studio light. It was like a really funky little blue thing. I played that through high school. And then I ended up um, uh, when I got, to college, I cashed in all all of those fifty cent pieces and went and bought myself a proper Les Paul and a proper Stratocaster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I knew it, Strat right, man. I got it. Dan, go ahead, man. <laughs> so, so,
1: whenever you started going and learning your craft and building and writing and you know using that imagination to go to that, you know what you wanted to do. Do you remember who your first band was? at that time? Or did you do solo things? Or oh yeah. Like my that? brother
2: and I would jam. He had a drum kit and we would make this cacophonous nightmarish racket that my poor parents would go out and <laughs> we'd go out in the, uh, we'd go out in the uh, garage and jam out. We'd open the garage door. And the only thing in front of us was about, uh, about 50 yards away. was a pasture of, of cattle. And, uh, they were a good audience. Nice. fuzzy, <laughs> console. I love it. They didn't get too excited, but they didn't get, you know, they were far enough away. They didn't get freaked out, but that was, You know and then i've jammed with some buddies in uh in high school uh typical high school band names which will not be mentioned here understood (laughs) understood (laughs) Uh, because they're (laughs) offensive just because they're downright embarrassing kind of like my (laughs) back then but uh um yeah man that that was it we just got in it early and uh i started writing the first minute i played the guitar i was like i want to write my own stuff so Mm. i uh i got into that right away and just um, I made a promise to myself. It, it sounded, it, it, it was something I didn't used to talk about because it almost sounds, I, I don't know, kind of strange. Maybe, I don't know how it sounds, but it feels strange to talk about it, I guess, the better way to say. It. I made a promise to myself when I was 14 I uh, was sitting there, I was looking outside of my bedroom and it was like, you know, it was, I was, yeah. it's a farm, farmland, man. Uh, the long story short is, I was looking out there and I was like, one night I was just like, I'm not going to go anywhere unless my guitar takes me there that was my commitment to like the idea of being a musician and it seemed like a good idea at the time and then for about the next 10 years it was just was a really dumb idea because i didn't go <laughs> far. but then once i started started moving you know then it, it it got there and that was a really exciting thing to cash in that chip you know and, <laughs> and uh, i remember having a chance to go over and study overseas and uh, like for you know I was a decent student um and, uh, I just was like, no way, no way I'm, 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 I'm waiting. And so when it finally happened, you know, with the record company, um, many years after I started, you know, mm-hmm. it was a pretty sweet moment. So I love it, man. Wow. I love wow. it.
0: That's fantastic. You- then go over to you, man.
1: Now, now once you started rolling through and, and doing, you know, gig after gig and started booking bigger events from those early days of, you know, when you finally started catching a foothold of this music scene. Up till now, are are there some events that back then up till now that kind of stick with you and that you always remember? And and if you do have a couple, could you maybe share a couple
2: of them with us? You mean concerts I might have seen or shows? Yeah, just
1: well shows you've played. I mean uh, events you've
2: done. Well, I can give you a quick list of some of the concerts that I saw early on. I saw Prince pretty early. I saw Ray Charles with Milwaukee Symphony Orchestra that blew my mind. I saw BB King. early on wow. it ripped me up pretty hard um uh i the first uh ticket i ever bought with my own money was a metallica ticket um, gotcha and nice. so the first song you were talking about metallica earlier um i uh the first song i ever learned was seek and destroy off of Kill 'Em all nice. and uh you know i had a and, and i loved blues and i loved metal and i loved like classic rock you know and um mm-hmm. But like metal, I'm talking like, you know, uh, you know, Metallica, the early Megadeth stuff, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And then I just moved into to you know, I always loved Hendrix, Vaughn, uh, you know, all those guys. Um blend, but yeah. got into the punk stuff, you know, the Ramones yeah. and whatnot. And uh Muddy Waters is kind of like my high, my upper echelon guy. He's the guy that kind of ties it all together for me, Muddy Waters from uh Chicago. Yeah. Uh for any listener who doesn't know who that is, Muddy Waters uh, is an He's old awesome. guy. He 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 influenced everybody. I mean, uh, the Rolling Stones are named after a Muddy Waters song. <laughs> you know, Rolling Stone magazine is also you know, so it's it's pretty big deal. Um, but that that kind of uh, you know, I saw Ray Charles, all that stuff, and then playing gigs. There've been a couple with the record company that've been really kind of awesome. A couple of Red Rock shows. Uh, mm-hmm. We opened with John Mayer on the Mayer cool. tour. Did uh, Madison Square with him and and a bunch of other dates, and then we did tour the Bob Seger. Uh, uh going away tour his his retirement tour so we played the Forum Ooh. LA on that a couple others wow, and, wow. Uh, now now that i've revealed that i am a metallica fan and a bob seger <laughs> fan i have to tell you i don't go with the who sang a better thing but i will say i prefer the seger version and the reason is he wrote it same with hendrix yeah. well, now i'm a huge seger fan but i wouldn't say i would always make the argument that you know, if somebody says Oh, you know, Jimmy Hendrix is a better guitar player than Chuck Berry, and I would say this would be my conversation I'd have with my buddies. I go, <laughs> you know man, that's like saying you know, it's like yeah, okay, a, a, a '67 Chevy is cooler than a Model T, but right? If the Model T yeah, doesn't yeah. happen, this doesn't happen. So, like, yeah. you kinda, I think when you when you make that argument, you gotta respect the lineage, but it's yeah. a personal, it's a personal thing, you know. I think what you're <laughs> yeah. in those moments is like what flips the switch inside my body as a musical fan, right? And that is a legitimate thing to do. I think, though, unlike your sports side of things, you know, whereas there's a definite, like, unless the ref's blow it, which we see all the time, (laughs) right? you know, it's like, they scored this much. These guys did not. There's a winner. But when you, that's the fun thing about talking about music is it's, it's an art. So it's like, it's not as cut and dry as the sports side but I also am a big sports guy, too. I, I love, love football, baseball, uh, especially football. That's that's all I really have time for these days. But uh, I
0: assume you're a Packers fan, right? Is that I assume?
2: Yes, yeah, no? uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Packers fan. I uh, um, uh, also, oddly enough, uh, my one of my favorite cities in the world is Chicago, Illinois. So mm, okay. I have a deep love for Chicago, Uh Cause I grew up listening to XRT radio. I love muddy waters and chess records and all this stuff that happened in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of people out there. I dig, and we have a great uh, following out there. Um, Yeah. I don't know if they will be after the here. I like the Packers, but you know, what can I do? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's the blanket they threw in the crib, man. I, I gotta roll. It, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> no, man. Chicago, Chicago's been good to us, man. I'm I'm a cards fan, but I don't have that, I don't have that animosity, man. We got buddies from there. My buddy Tobin of 56 is a Chicago native, and just you guys are great out there, man. So I'm curious as I kind of go into this, man, because Red Rocks comes up a lot, man. And I, yeah, I kind of knew definitely. the Money Waters thing from studying him. I say this not creepily, but I've studied what you do, and I like I like your body of work. So would you say as an influence? I know you can't really do one. You can't do that, but Muddy, would you say that probably tops them all as far as just the mark that's been left on you as an artist? Is that, is that kind of your, your, your bright star, if you will, who's been the biggest artistic influence on you if you could, if you could narrow it down, you know?
2: You know, I think uh, Mm -hmm. if you think about like anything you've done in your life, if you, um, if you focus on something, you study something, there's an accumulation of knowledge, you know, you're, you're taking all these things you've, 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 uh, if you're a good student, and you want to really reflect well on the teacher you you have respect for the lessons and then what you put out should be reflect that that is in you but you're not copying anything you're trying to make your own thing you know whether it's quote better or worse or who sang it better (laughs) whatever (laughs) yeah it's uh uh it's it's only ear of the beholder but um yeah say that you know there's such a list i mean like when i think about like there are quotes I pick up from people. Like I'll always pay attention to what Springsteen has to say about the process where he's like, take the time, lyrically root out cliche, take, get in there, dig in, you know, mm-hmm. notebook, tear pages out, uh, the stones, you know, we look at our, our records. And we were like, how big of, you know, you get a record, it lands. You finally have a record that somebody's listening to. It was kind of unexpected for us. You know, the first mm-hmm. record we done in our living room, just like this one, it got on the radio. We didn't expect that, you know, um, all the stuff that happened with that record and uh uh, at that point you kind of say to yourself how daring do we want to be and then you can look at a band like you know another thing springsteen would say is your heroes will leave you the roadmap Mm -hmm. if you care enough to look and learn the lesson Mm -hmm. and uh so i look at like the stones and i go you know stones 12 by 5 stones flowers going is not the same as the stones and let it bleed, or Goat's Head Soup, or Steel Wheels. Yeah. so it's like yeah. So Stones, uh, as a, as a, Hendrix is a huge one for me. Uh, Johnny Ramone, Stevie Ray vaughn The Stooges, uh, J- James Hetfield. Um, I'm a huge uh, uh when you talk about Metallica. That's somewhere around here at during the the dreaded last couple of years when we were all just buying stupid crap because we're sitting at home, I yeah. bought something that was ridiculously awesome, which was a cliff burton t-shirt because i love oh yeah Um, metallica um anyhow so yeah there's there's all sorts of stuff man ask me tomorrow i'll tell you a different answer you know
0: (laughs) oh i love it no man spot on man like i said i
2: could go go cream i could go and then i can sit right here and tell you the beastie boys have made a huge impression on us like there's a lot of like old traditional hip-hop that yeah uh, that you'll hear in our beats you know oh yeah some of that in there
1: but speaking of you know your beats and and we know that you guys have uh some new music coming out this friday which everybody's, everybody's excited for and you know there's quite a story behind that uh, i was watching about how you guys had this record come about for you kind of getting back to the basics and yeah. persevering through some things that you guys have gone through yeah can you tell us a little bit about that because uh because we I, always want to know what's next on the horizon for you but we'd love to hear that
2: yeah um, i'm an open book man um you know, coming out of going into uh, 2020, uh, just you oh, know, yeah. going into it, you know, we were kind of in a place where we were really ready to have another level. You know, all things signs were pointing to this, this level up mm-hmm. and crashed right into the side of that thing, just like everybody else did. And, you know, it was yep. an all stop for the music business. We put out a record, a play loud record during the pandemic, which was a record we really worked hard on and we loved it. And it was a big growth record for us. And, you know, um, I, I still think it's, I stand behind every damn record we ever did. I have to. Yeah. If you put out a record and, and you can't stand behind it, you can you can say, I mean, I'm fine to say, when I say you, I mean me. I don't speak to oh, yeah. myself. But when I put out a record, I go, yes, of course. If I listen to it 10 years from now, maybe I go like, and which I don't generally sit down and listen to my record. I'm too busy trying to learn. <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you'll sit down, you'll hear it, it'll come on. And you might could go like, oh, yeah, the, the guitar did this or that. But I found that to be a really big waste of time for me because it's just like, you just got to own who you were. It's like, that's mm-hmm. who it was. Did I do it honest? Yes, I did. Did I try my best? Yes, I did. Do mm-hmm. some people like it? A couple do. Do a lot of people <laughs> not know about it? Yep. Do a lot of people not like it? I don't know, but no, it's, we love it. You know, so it's like, you can't get hung up in all that. And, uh, coming back around for this record, we came out of that and, uh, we had a kind of a stretch of really rotten luck. I mean, to be honest, so we had done the la- or the record, and it just goes into a good place. This isn't a complaint. This is just <laughs> showing you what occurred. <laughs> I have nothing to hide here. Uh, we we had a tour. We had a tour cancel because mm-hmm. COVID and the ticket sales were horrible. We were tens of thousands of dollars in the hole. The last record we were working, you know, still working that. We had some songs, we recorded them, we sent them into our label. We had done three three records with this label. A new, new people came in at the top, you know, they didn't, we didn't hear from them for a couple of months. And then like right before Christmas, like about December 19th, we got the notification, you guys are dropped so oh wow kind of like it wasn't that co- as cold as like you guys dropped but it's like mm-hmm. the way you say that in a nice gen- gentle way but what it really equates to in the end it's like okay we can say hey best of luck and that's nice i i respect yeah. the decision you know i there's no if it's not your bag cool dude you know yes. go our separate ways no big deal no harm no foul but the fact of the matter is the timing was a bit of a drag so at that <laughs> point we had a, a a choice it's like look just had a tour get canceled we've got thousands and thousands of dollars in debt we just did a really expensive record that's just hanging out here and we need to write another one so uh um what's your uh pg uh rating here can i can i uh, it's
0: it, it is pg <laughs> what the all, heck? Right, all right all right You're
2: lucky. <laughs> lucky. all right. we were like screw it <laughs> 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 I love it. <laughs> we, were, we were like, uh, you know, whatever. Hey, we're gonna uh we're gonna do it our way. I'm like yeah. yep. going back in the living room, writing the song, and these songs our way, we're doing it our way. Alex, our producer our bass player, you're gonna produce the record. And uh we recorded it. We got signed the first day of the opening of the music business about January 6th. We got the interest of 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 Roundhill, who's our new label. They've just let us make a record exactly how we want. We hit the charts last week. We're number, uh, we're up on like number four as of this week. And only reason I'm putting that in is not to be like, take a look. It's just like, this, record, sure, this record is about, you know, sometimes you get a challenge dealt to you and you got to decide how you want to go for it. And I, the the thing that I learned and relearned, I've said before the music business is like hurling yourself and your soul and your body towards going over a mountain, knowing there's a cliff on the other side of it and having no idea if there's a bridge there, you're going too fast to stop. And you just got to pray. Yeah. I hope I know <laughs> there's a bridge there. I'm pretty sure there is. And love that always wow. scared when, when you make that. I was, I was scared mm-hmm. to death, but I believed it was like, if I'm going to drown, let me drown with my name on the life preserver, or whatever the hell you want. Yeah, to call. like if I'm yeah. gonna freeze in the middle of the whatever, you know, it's like. So that's that's the way it went down, and it was all love, and, and it brought us closer as a band, and the, the records a positive, uh, you know, it's a positive, oh, that's great man, you know. So no uh, man, that's what we're I love
0: it. I've listened to all again. I've listened to all of them. I'll tell you this, man. And me and Dane, as we were talking about this, and we've been, like I told you when you're you're too kind, man, because you're too humble. Everything you put out is great. I told Dane, I don't know how you can go through four albums and not make a song that's bad. There's gotta be some beats out there somewhere, (laughs) but I don't get it, dude. Cause I'm like, usually you'll have an album. I'm I'm big on concept albums. Like let's start, start to finish. I'm like, I can't skip a song. I can't skip a song when I'm listening to you, dude. So it's like uh, we've interviewed. I'm telling you, Chris. We from like see there, Chevelle, Pod, members of Shine Down. We've been blessed. Like oh, we were so giddy to talk to you because you're so raw and so honest. And I love the way you're like, hey, this is just me. And people flock to that in today's world where genuine is huge. You're just as genuine as they come, dude. So we just we love everything oh, about what you're doing crazy man
2: i appreciate that uh dane josh and i my thing to it too is just like you know if i've got any message for anybody as far as like how i see things it's like there's only one thing i've learned it's like you know uh, work hard be yourself and and oh yeah uh, there was a funny thing like um there's been a lot of things about like manifesting things. Have you noticed that? Like a lot yeah. of people talk about even like uh, you know there've been some sports figures. There's a lot of and like I've thought a lot about that. And 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 the one thing I I kind of thought that tied it to this lesson that my father a farmer taught me, uh, you know, if you got something that you care about, I don't care what it is, whether it's a, a a show like this or you're working a a job that you that you're managing a place or you run your own business, you know. My dad taught me a very valuable lesson and and a lot of the farming lessons have tied in to music and and been so Mm. essential. And one of them was a farm that makes it, you you don't look at your field from the road, you walk into it, get Mm. out of your vehicle and go see what's out there. You gotta stick your nose out into it. You have to talk to people who are listening. You have to remain self-assured that you know what you're doing, but listen, learn, find out stuff. Don't be, you know, I'm, I don't care about being right. I care about mm-hmm. doing things the best way that I can. And if mm-hmm. I do, if I'm doing something wrong and somebody can tell me, meaning it's like, hey, man, if you do it this way, it might be a little easier. Whether you're learning a guitar part or or writing songs, that's what I'm seeking. I'm Every morning I'm seeking the, uh, all I want to do, all success to me is, is just waking up in the morning, thinking about music walk taking walk thinking about music taking you know whatever i'm doing all day long i just want to be thinking about music or thinking about how to elevate who i am because as an yeah. artist it's like kind of the way it's got to be yeah like, mm-hmm. like, you know i don't have uh, kids so i've got extra time
0: on my it's awesome because I, I think it's cool chris I, I will give you this and dana we kind of took open mic and we reversed it which i love it you yeah uh, i love, I love you already chris because we took I'll a little talk, segment yeah, yeah, no I'm i love sorry, it i will talk no I, I, don't I, I apologize Dude, we do this is what we relish so we, we actually yeah. it's funny we try to blueprint things and i like you 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 knew it started so comfortable that was a segment that we actually had called yeah. open mic so sorry yeah, Dan. i love it <laughs> so i love it chris there's a segment chris and i'll let you go i know you're a time crunch we've got one more segment for you though chris i gotta oh, do this okay so um give me three or four minutes there's a segment we do called rapid yeah. fire and i promise you in all the interviews you've done i bet you money you've never had a segment like this okay we'll we'll end it on this we'll land the plane on this here's this how we do this I, is
2: this where the plane uh the plane goes off course uh, for me this,
0: <laughs> this is where it gets really weird man it's gonna get oh, weird man. for a second okay so right. now let me align myself and get ready <laughs> right. align, align your cheek we're gonna get weird but pg right. our fans give us questions chris and what this is dane and i bet we already have the questions we we bet on what we think you're gonna say we're big bettors so <laughs> (laughs) We think we we know what you're going to pick, and we're going to throw them at you. You got to pick a scenario. You got to go with it. Okay. So, last segment, rapid fire. Here we go. Now imagine time doesn't exist. You can travel back in time or forward. So people can celebrities that are past can be alive again. There's nothing's off limits, okay? So, first question, you're taken back into 1950 and they're asking you to take the All State Commercial Song which you know of that Brad Paisley does and all that, right? And you're asked to make this song happen. You have to do a duet with either A, Roy Orbison or B, Buddy Holly, you guys got to make the Allstate song. Who's going to be your uh, duet partner on that song?
2: Wow. Well, uh, <laughs> here's here's what I would say. If I had to write a song, it would be Buddy Holly. But if I had to just put my voice and sing something, it would be Roy. So Roy. Okay. So Roy, gotcha. Danny, did you have that one? Or- yeah. I had
1: old Roy. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> this is a it's a music and creativity uh, question. These are great. So the I'm next sorry question. sorry if I have to qualify. But that That was a no. two. Was, you know, <laughs> no, you're good, man. <laughs> All right. Go you're, ahead. You're, you're, you're spot on, mate. You're spot on. Question two, you're on the road and your record company says, Hey, Chris, this is a weird request. We're asking you to write a song about one of these two objects. You got to make it cool. You got to make it somehow emotional. You have to write an entire song about these two objects. The first song you have to write about is you got to make a song about a toaster oven, make it cool. Or B, you have to write a song about an old school typewriter. You got to make it cool. You make it a song about a toaster oven or a
2: typewriter, which one are you going to write a song about? Well, let me tell you, first off, nobody's going to make me write a song about anything. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But to play the game, game, I'd have to go with with the typewriter, man. I got you. All right,
0: here
1: we go.
2: I got you. Dane, did you have that one?
1: Oh, yeah. It's long past due that the typewriter gets some, get it, get its due.
2: <laughs> I love it. So two, two more. Or, unplugged or plugged in, man. You can't go wrong with the acoustic. There you go.
0: <laughs> I love it, man. So, so two more, a uh, couple more, I'll get out of
2: your hair, okay? So I'm on these- it, I've got the.
0: <laughs> so you're asked, to, sometimes artists get asked to fill it in. I think about over the time, maybe artists get sick and they call you up and say, Hey, can you fill in first for the night? Okay. So um, you got a cool wheelhouse. Like I said, I think of, you know, not to compare, but I, I understand the James Axel thing, kind of the Grady stuff. You're asked to file, fill in either for the night for a either A, Steven Tyler or Axel Rose for the night, going back to the eighties. Who are you filling in for?
2: And that's, those are both really tough because as you can hear from my voice, I'm more of the Johnny Cash range, yeah. but, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I would probably have to, and this isn't a preference in music, I just actually think I'd be able to sing Aerosmith songs with a little more conviction uh, because gotcha. more, they're, they're one generation back. So they're a little closer <laughs> to the blues element whereas Axel <laughs> that's just straight rock and I, uh, I I don't know if I can hang in the Axel world as, as convincingly as I can. <laughs> got it. I got and, you.
1: and 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 the recovery after singing like Axel's B Yeah. <laughs>
2: would be awful. God, I don't days. know if I'd make it back from that anytime soon. <laughs> 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 D- Dane, did you have that one? Did you have yeah. did you have oh, yeah. Steven?
1: Steven Tyler, oh yeah. Got you. It's not right. too last, much last the lead. one. <laughs>
0: Chris, last one, man. So you're asked to somehow we're going to go back and again, we're going back to, I guess this would have been eighties. Yep. You were able to say that you wrote one of these two iconic songs. You were, you wrote it both great artists. Love them both. You were able to say that you wrote, I just called a sad, love you by classic, classic song. Love me some Stevie. Or you're able to say that you wrote raspberry beret. I just called a say, I love you or raspberry beret. Which one would you have wanted to take credit for writing? If you could.
2: My God. That's a tough <laughs> one. well that's a tough one because Both <laughs> two of my favorite artists ever um mm-hmm. i would probably uh just based on let's say throw away the rest of the catalog and you know, you're really getting it's like if you think about their entire catalog it's a whole different question because yeah. you know but um uh, and still a very tough one but either way you can't miss and i yeah. would say that i i would be more apt uh, to go for the song that has the more heavier emotional tie, uh, whereas "Raspberry Beret" is like a party, awesome song. Yep. I have to say I had to go with the Stevie song because of the emotional. Uh, Let's go. In one statement, I'd rather make yep. someone feel something real, like profoundly deep than than than. Poetry. I love it. I had yep. that one, Dane. Did, did you have that one, Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yep. four for four now.
2: Yeah, man. I am
0: too, Chris. So it looks like, uh, Dane, neither one of us are getting lunch tonight, man. But Chris, okay, thank hey, you no, for that, you
2: man. Never. Give me two
0: more. I'll break the tie. I, I, I do have a tiebreaker for the last one. Oh, I, I did say about well, just in case. Um, somehow you're on a tour, uh, and it's actually – we're going to go back to 1971. You're opening up for CCR and Elvis. Somehow this happens. Elvis, you guys, <laughs> CCR. This is happening. And you have to arm wrestle one of them uh,
2: for basically where you go to dinner that night after the show.
0: You got to arm wrestle Elvis or John Fogarty. Who would you rather arm wrestle um, to take dinner that night?
2: Well, I mean, because I, I don't know if I could win it either. But <laughs> I would definitely <laughs> rather arm wrestle John Fogarty only because, Dang it. <laughs> because uh, Elvis would not only make a fool of me. He would <laughs> good doing it. I love it, man. <laughs> or at least They'd, if I lose the Fogarty, yet, we're probably wearing around the same type of shirt. So we can be like, oh well, <laughs> you, bud. You know, you got a flannel on. I got a dark shirt on. We're cool. I got awesome. you. The shades, the whole deal. Oh, yeah. Be very oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Probably the same taste in food and all that. Oh, yeah.
2: You can't, you can't mess with the king of rock and roll, man. That's all. You yeah, know. Yeah.
0: Dang it, man. I had Elvis. Did you have that one? Because that's what I had.
1: <laughs> yeah, I had Fogarty. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh dang Fogarty.
0: it.
2: Dang. Oh, there you go. Oh, man, you'd be my one. Thanks, Chris. My pleasure, guys. One in the the win
0: column for
1: me. Finally. Man.
0: Well, Chris, man, uh, I mean, you're, dude, I'm telling you, man, I don't, I don't just say that. I constantly uh, – what I do is Dane and I both – Dane studies sports every day. I study music every day. I'm a fan. I'm a student of what you do. I love it. I constantly um, am promoting you to others. So this is just hopefully another one of your many avenues that when this comes out, we can just keep promoting you and, and rocking, man. So um, new album coming out Friday. Can't wait, man, to add it to my catalog,
2: stuff I constantly jam to anyway.
0: You've been so gracious, Chris. It's been an yeah. honor to speak to you, and maybe we yeah. can do it again sometime, okay? brother so
2: appreciate you guys and leave you with the words of my father the dairy farmer ron Voss. if you can't be good be careful i love ah, it
1: man excellent <laughs> thank you chris thank you very
0: much our pleasure i <laughs> loved it
2: man thanks chris
0: take care yeah. brother we'll, we'll be in touch yeah well then i'm telling you man uh they talk about you know not meeting your heroes and i'm glad i met yeah, him dude. What, what do you think what a
1: what a what a story i mean like he was talking about courage you know i said being afraid but doing it anyway going at it anyway with all you've got i mean hearing their story of this latest album i can't wait to hear it uh, man and man. listen to them sing i mean for those who don't you know know any of their stuff go listen to them i mean you won't be disappointed it's it's one of those where it doesn't matter what mood you're in it re you it puts you in a place that you know of joy just hearing them sing and hearing their hearing their music
0: style I love him. He's just, he's one of those people where, dude, like, again, yeah. I, I was in this vein. I was in a, I was studying and, and, you know, doing my, I was in this deep in this class I was working on. So I got in this vein of like Alabama shakes. and like standing Rate And I started, mm-hmm. I started hearing him one day. I was like who is this? Because they off the ground kept coming on repeat. I'm like, this band is legit, man. So I look them up and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't anybody I've ever, it was like 2017, right? And I just started listening to their stuff deeply. I'm like, wow, this dude's got something to say. And then next thing you know, they dropped the 2018 album, which is great. And the one they dropped in 2021 is fantastic. Again, I mean it when I say they don't make bad songs. Like, and the fact that they did it in their living room, that makes it even cooler, Dane. Cause I, yeah, I told you a story yeah. one time. I was listening to this interview with Kings of Leon. They talked about making an album at somehow uh, somebody's house and they were like a song and they're playing right. pool in the background. To me, that just makes it even all the cooler, man. Like, what yeah. they're doing at their house. Yeah. They just, <laughs> they just walk around and make great music you know so no, they don't yeah, have it, to have it, fancy equipment and all that they just do it at home you know so yeah
1: and the probably the everything around them that they love they can relax and, and the inspiration just comes to hit it hits you a little bit different whenever you're you know in a relaxed state so mm. i i'm excited for it the new wow episode.
0: Yeah, you guys. So we'll we'll make sure we tag him in it. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Benson, for yeah. making that happen. His manager, thank yeah. you, record company. Uh we love you guys. Uh please come back sometime soon because uh man, we'll be just jamming the heck out of your music. Yeah. So um, I like what he said. Is it PG? And he continued to, <laughs> to, to make it shine. He's such a gentleman. Thank you, Chris, for that. Our audience loves yeah. that. So um upcoming Dane, I uh, will take a minute and talk about upcoming interviews. And I like to kind of give you guys a heads up of what's down the road. We do have <clears throat> Johan stopping by from Lewis Bryce tomorrow, my buddy Johan. I've got Coach Trevino stopping by, I've got some softball tomorrow during the day. It's a it's a matinee for for there some goes. softball. Um Sunday, um, it's gonna be fun. Sunday we'll be calling some games. So Dane and I will be actually uh calling the Chaos Gray Tournament. So I hope you guys yep. tune in for that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> on what is we're on uh...
0: YouTube, Chaos Softball Gray. Yeah. Sunday night. It's a big night, you guys. We've got two uh uh t- got two big ones coming up. Our buddy Mark and the band, Sixth Century stopping by Monday night, the whole band, excuse me, Sunday night. And we've got this ex- insanely talented artist, Hunter Root, stopping by. So I've got two big musicians coming by Sunday. Um so Sunday's gonna be a day full of sports and music, both. Uh, we just can't wait to to bring their yeah. content to you guys in the future. So episode as we inch towards episode two hundred, Dane, just like that. So uh, but again, th- thank you, thank you, uh, Chris. Thank you, record company. all of you out there. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Please drop your comments of who's sang it best, as Chris would say. Uh, who do you prefer? Maybe that's better. Thank you.. Yeah, there you go. Um, as always, <laughs> don't forget that we love you and Dane.
1: thank you for listening.